Greetings, Word Horde. We're here with an exciting option for you, a version of our podcast without any ads. That's right. No advertising interruptions, just the content you love, ready to go in your favorite podcast apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's another way to support the show, ensuring that we keep bringing you the word stories and language explorations that you love. Try it at waywardradio.org slash adfree. And it's affordable. For just a small subscription fee, you can enjoy Away With Words uninterrupted, except by us. Plus, it makes a great gift. Know somebody who loves language as much as you do? Give them the gift of words. Easy to sign up, easy to enjoy. It's the same Away With Words, just streamlined for your listening pleasure. Go to waywardradio.org slash adfree. Support us, support the show, and enjoy an ad-free listening experience. waywardradio.org slash adfree. Thank you. Support for Away With Words comes from Mosey Online Backup. Mosey protects your valuable computer files against data loss from hard drive crash, viruses, theft, and other disasters. Visit mozy.com. Welcome to another minicast from Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. We hope you're enjoying your summer, unless, of course, you're in the Southern Hemisphere, in which case we hope you're enjoying your winter. We've been going through some phone calls that we didn't get a chance to air during our regular season. Here's one from Jim in San Diego. He had a great question. Well, I have been wondering who translated the Lord's Prayer from the Bible into English because the word trespass in the prayer has never really made sense to me. Can you, what's the line in, in question? Just to refresh me here. Um, forgive those trespasses who trespass against us. Yeah, forgive us our trespasses. Right. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Right. Right. So trespass bothers you? Well, it doesn't make any sense in modern English in terms of trespass to me means, you know, going onto someone's property or possibly doing something to them in their own area. But, uh, you know, others have translated it um, debtors mm-hmm. or wrongs. And so I was always curious, and I've asked, what did the original word mean in Greek? Because I know the first Bibles were Greek. And possibly, where did it come from in Aramaic? Because I'm sure when Jesus did his teaching, it was in Aramaic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what the original word meant, and why did they translate it? Maybe in Old English, you know, back in the King James Version, it meant Trespass meant something different. Yeah, well, um, you know that there are two versions of the Lord's Prayer in the Gospels, right, Jim? Yes, there's uh, Matthew and Luke. Right, right. And they use different Greek words in those... Oh, they do? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Luke uses uh, the word that translates as sins. It's hamartias, Uh which actually has a connotation of an arrow missing a target which is kind of nice. Forgive us our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matthew uses a different word. He uses the Greek word aphelimata, which, as you mentioned, means debts, literally debts. debts. But, okay. it al- but it also means sin. And I believe that that's the same idea in Aramaic as well, that you have debts and sins. And, you know... Oh, oh, wait, wait, let me just stop here a second. Okay. When we say debts, do we mean financial debts or we just mean something that's morally owed to somebody else, like an obligation? Well, I think it means both in that case. I mean, it could be used both ways. 
And I don't know if the fact that Matthew was a tax collector, you may remember that. Oh, yeah. That uh, he opted for that particular word. But, yeah, as you suggested, Grant, it can be metaphorical, but there's also a really strong sense of it being a debt like something that you owe. I mean, they're, they're pretty close, don't you think? Now, what about in the parable of the tax collector? Is the same word used there? Because, you know, forgiving people's debts. Uh, the one where Zacchaeus climbs up a tree? No, no, this is a different one where the, it's a parable. It's about a, a servant who is forgiven his debts by his king. Mm-hmm. And then he has a friend who comes up to him later and wants him to forgive his friend's debt. And he says, no, you're going to jail till you can pay it off. And so then he ends up getting turned in by his friends to the king, and the king throws him back in jail. So, okay. yeah. You're wicked servants, you know. Yeah, you I'm, didn't forgive the debts like you were supposed to forgive. You, you know, the, the word that Matthew uses there is used in several other places in the Bible, so it may well be. I don't know that offhand. Mm-hmm. But you do see that word translated as debts in early versions of the Lord's Prayer. So where did the word trespass come from? Well, that's thanks to William Tyndall. You remember him, right? He's the he's, fellow he's, who translated the Bible yeah. without permission, and uh, it cost him his life. Yeah, he was the first guy to translate the New Testament all the way through. Now, what about Martin Luther? Um, was well, it Luther he was first? German. I don't know about that. T- but, Tyndale was English, and Luther yeah. was German. I think that's the right. difference. Right. He was probably the first one to do it in English. Right. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I really love the word trespasses there. I have to say I do. I mean, it, it trespasses to me sort of has the same dual meaning as debts in a way. I once read this really lyrical sermon by this minister who was analyzing the language of the Lord's Prayer and talking about how most of the language is so simple. Most of the words are so simple until you come to the stuff that's really hard to do, like <laughs> forgiving somebody else their trespasses and not being led into temptation. Those are the longest words hmm. in in the uh, prayer. And so I've always had a special place in my heart for the word trespasses. That's what I grew up saying in church. But I know a lot of people use the word debtors. And it's yeah. kind of a shock, I think, for both camps the first time they hear somebody else use the other word. And clearly it is for you. Well, I just never figured out how trespass equaled, you know, debt or wrongs or sins. Uh, and why did Tyndale come up with that word in Old English? What, did, did it have a different meaning then? Um, I don't know that it had a different meaning. I do know that Tyndale was a guy who was fluent in Greek, Latin, Hebrew, French, Italian, and Whoa. Spanish. And I believe that trespass comes to us from French. And, you know, it's the idea of, of passing across, passing across a, a border, a boundary that you're not supposed to. Even today, modern dictionaries, although they might mark it as obsolete archaic, will usually give sin or offense as one of the meanings of to trespass. Oh, okay. Or, or sin or offend. Because after the, you know, that part in the Bible, at least in Matthew, then it also, he, he gives the corollary that you know, if you don't forgive your brothers, then my father is not going to forgive you. So I just wondered how the trespasses worked in there. Well, ultimately, though, you know, Jim, this all comes back to the choice of the translator. Uh, a translator mm-hmm. imprints upon the text, the new text that he or she creates, his or her own personality. Mm-hmm. 
And this is very clear even from a group work like the King James Bible. There's a character there that belongs to this work because of the people who did the job. And so certainly word choice is a part of that. And um, this is why there's so much emphasis placed. Of course, it comes from the Jewish tradition, but you know it exists in the Christian tradition as well of interpretation of text. Much ink has been spilled over interpreting things as simple as the word trespass. Well, he's right about that. Meanwhile, we'd love for you to spill some electronic ink and let us know what you think about these translations or about anything else you have on your mind. You can email us at words at waywardradio.org or join the conversation in the Away With Words discussion forum. Just go to waywardradio.org. That's all for this week. We'll be back again next time with another minicast. And don't forget, we'll have a whole new season of hour-long shows in the fall. And by the way, if you'd like to hear us on your local airwaves, why not call or write your local public radio station? If you do, drop us a line so we can thank you personally. Thanks for listening to Away With Words. I'm Martha Barnett. Support for Away With Words comes from National Geographic Books, publisher of I'm Not Hanging Noodles From Your Ears, a collection of intriguing idioms from around the world by Jag Bala. Learn more at shopng.com noodles.